Prepare to Attack is a collaboration between Mash Those Buttons, Wawa's Bootcamp, and Mayhem.gg. Visit MashThoseButtons.com to learn more about our shows. Visit Wawa's Bootcamp on Discord to get coaching on your favorite Overwatch characters. Visit Mayhem.gg for live coaching streams and VODs. Hello and welcome to Prepare to Attack, a podcast series that aims to improve your understanding of Overwatch and its characters. This episode is all about Doomfist. And I am I am Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazin' Bob. And I'm joined today by EVC Hank, a coach from Wawa's Bootcamp. Why don't you introduce yourself hank oh hey bob thanks for having me today i'm a manager for ecv esports uh, it's an european team currently playing tier two i'm also their coach and on the site i do coaching for wawa's bootcamp uh, we'll get into that a bit later in the episode i've always played video games from yeah from little i first played call of duty on semi-professional level then I dropped into League of Legends, also did coaching in there. Well, now here I am at Overwatch, really enjoying my time. Awesome. What uh, what attracted you to Overwatch? Well, I always liked to play first-person shooters, and I was also a very, uh, like, a fanboy for Blizzard games. So when they announced they were making a first-person shooter, I was instantly sold. <laughs> me too, me too. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna get we're we're gonna get started with the character overview of Doomfist. He's a DPS flanker. That's what we have him classified as. But remember, in Overwatch, pretty much everyone's a a hybrid character. So don't take that to the bank. Um, he has two hundred and fifty health. Uh, his his weapons are the hand cannon. It's his, uh, it's his primary fire. He has the seismic slam, the rising uppercut, the rocket punch, and the the best defense. Uh, we're 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 gonna get into what those do later. Uh, his ultimate is meteor strike. Uh, but first off, let's talk about some of the goals for Doomfist, Hank. Uh, well, the the primary goal of Doomfist is. Like taking out the backline, but at the same time, you have to return safely. You can't just recklessly use your rocket punch, uh, go in, take someone out, but instantly die. You always have to think about what's going to happen next. It's also important as Doomfist to take out the priority targets in one hit of rocket punch. So like, for example, when the enemy Soldier 76 is going to ult, or actually used his ult, you can take him out in one hit, and that would would make the, the team fight like a win for your team. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I often I often see Doomfist players uh, going in with that rocket punch way too early and instantly dying. Yes. So, uh, when would you say is a good is a good time to use 
um, uh, Mr. Mr. Doomfist. In general, it's your team has to know that you are Doomfist. For example, if Azaria can shield you during or after engaged by the Doomfist, like that, then your team knows that you have a Doomfist and you can actually engage with it. So you need Azaria, uh, maybe a Reinhardt to actually uh, protect you from when you're not diving. And maybe a McCree to actually protect you when you are actually diving as well. Uh, same for the Zarya, but just the Zarya shields you and the McCree protects you. It's very um, hard to yeah, get away if you're engaged, if nobody is protecting you. So like if you're only flanking uh, solo, you would most likely end up dying. And when the enemy has no hit scan, it's it's a very good good choice to pick Doomfist because yeah, hitscan counters you in a certain way because you have a pretty big uh, hitbox and you always have to charge your abilities and you're always in the air. So it's easy for hitscan to actually hit you. But if the, if the enemy has a tracer or something, that's still a reason to pick Doomfist, even though tracer kind of counters Doomfist. But tracer alone is not a reason to not pick him. Perfect. Well, that kind of moves into my next question, which was when not to use Doomfist. Yeah, you really don't want to pick Doomfist if the enemy team is heavy on hitscan. So that means Soldier, McCree, or like McCree with Tracer, stuff like that, because they're just easy to hit from a distance. But also, when you have no escape, so without the Zarya or Reiner to get back to, stuff like that, yeah, it's pretty much a dash in and you don't have an escape plan or something like that. You will always end yeah. up dying. He's kind of a big target with that big hitbox. Yes, exactly. Well, uh let's uh let's uh let's dig into his weapon. Let's uh, start off with his primary fire, the hand cannon. Do you want to, do you want to tell us some stuff on that? Um his hand cannon uh it's like a short-range burst uh, from his knuckles of the fist. Uh, it's a projectile weapon, so that means it takes time before it actually hits. Um, it does 66 damage per shot. That means 11 per pellet and 6 pellets per shot. You can fire around 3 shots per second. Um, the thing with uh, the Doomfist weapon is that you don't have to reload manually. It's, it's just a regenerating shotgun. So you don't have to actually reload it. It just replenishes over time. That takes 0.75 seconds per bullet to return. So what you eventually want to do, or like ideally, you want to hit a shot after every ability because it just replenishes it and you can max out the DPS like that. Yeah, I've been trying to to work on that, but it's a hard thing to... I don't know, train my brain. I keep trying to re to reload with them, and I oftentimes shoot a whole bunch of shots at once when I should be intertwining them, I think. Not always. Like, if you're just hitting a shield, like a Winston Bubble or the Reinhardt shield, it's very effective to just shoot them all at once and just wait for them to replenish. Oh, okay, good call, good call. Uh, well, let's talk about his rocket punch. Yeah, so his rocket punch is really interesting because it's it's unique uh, unique to Overwatch because yeah it's an actual melee ability on a DPS character, but it's also your number one damage ability. You always want to full charge to do the full damage, 
What that means is the rocket punch is a charge ability. It takes at least one second to charge it to the full damage. The full damage means when you hit someone with it, it knocks them back. But if you collapse into a wall, it also does maximum damage, which is 150. So if you fully charge the rocket punch, it will do 100 damage on impact. And when you knock it in the wall, it does another 150 wall impact damage. So you can one-shot uh, a 250 uh, HP character. It feels good when you do that, too. Exactly. Um, when uh, Do you have any tips for, for using it to its maximum effectiveness? Yes. The thing about the, the right-click is rocket punch is you always have to think uh, before you use it, because when you use it, you're pretty vulnerable because you always move in a straight line. And you would always end up like at the position of the target you are targeting. So like there's an Anna in the back of the back of the team, you're just going to charge through them, but it would end you up at the position of the Anna. So that's in the back of the enemy team. So the enemy team can just turn around and just yeah well kill you. It makes it a one-for-one, one, but you lost a DPS and they lost a healer. It's not always the right decision to make. You always have to think about what is going to happen after you do the rocket punch. Like, can you shift gotcha. shift away and then seismic slam away? Is that an option? Or can you kill another one? Like, that's the the ideal, ideal situation. Which you just always have to think about. One thing that I do struggle with right, right now, I've... I've played quite a bit of, of him, and the one thing I'm struggling with is how long to charge my rocket punch. That's where I'm a little off. In-game, you have the, the indicator when you use your right click. It's like a few stripes on your screen. It takes about one second to have the maximum damage on it. It's kind of a feel thing, like you have to, to practice it a bit to, to just yeah, um, autopilot it. But yeah, it's about one second. But wouldn't you say that sometimes it's a better idea to just go with like a half a charge or a quarter charge if they're really low life or something? Um, it depends, because when you don't kill someone with it, you just knock them back and give them another opportunity to get away from you. True. So probably something you want to do after you've played him for quite some some time and you know you have you have the feel down for it. Yes, exactly. All right, well... Let's talk about Seismic Slam. All right. Well, the seismic, sl seismic Slam is also a new mechanic to Overwatch. It's really a fun mechanic to me because you can move while you use it. Like you would press your Seismic Slam button, you move forward, but you can also turn around and just hit someone in the back or something like that. That's, that's uh, a fun thing for me. Also, what happens when you Seismic Slam someone, you're just going to knock someone in the air, which makes it an easier target to combo with your own uppercuts into the rocket punch. Yeah, it's actually a good ability to initiate with. And what it also can do is you can use it as an escape ability with your uppercut. So you would just go into the air with your uppercut and uh, seismic slam away. And uh, it's kind of been a tricky ability for me to use. Um, and like the thing that kind of throws me off is the longer you're in the air, the more the more damage you you do. It almost charges it. Yes, exactly. Um, when you go into the air with your uppercut, or just regularly from the ground, 
it does more damage the the farther you yeah, go with it. Like if you go 125 meters with it, it would do an extra 125 damage. Like that's the base damage. So just the further away you go, the more damage it does. So doing it from high ground or after you use your uppercut might be a good call. And yes. we'll get into talking about combos after we cover the next move, rising uppercut. Yes, this rising uppercut, it knocks people in the air along with yourself. So you always go up in the air yourself, but everyone you touch will also go up in the air. It also does 50 damage, so it's a nice ability to start the combo. That's something people like really forget when they play Doomfist. They only use it as something to go up in the air, but it also does damage. And 50 damage is like, that's a lot if you think about it. Yeah, and it's definitely it's it's weird for me because like the the hitbox on it's kind of weird. Like you don't hit people that are just a little bit off of the ground or something like that. I, like I'm not I'm not real sure. It's it's been hard for me to get used to. Yeah, it's really easy to hit someone from the ground, and in the air, it's yeah, it's a bit tricky. Like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, but uh, but you can do it, right? It like it is possible. Yes, you can do it. Cool. All right. Well, here this is where it gets kind of complicated because all of these uh, weapons and abilities are basically combos, like in a uh, in a a fighting game. Um, yes. Exactly. So, can we go over some of the different combos uh, and how to use them ef effectively? Um, so the combos I like to use is um, when I have a clear path to go in, get into the backline of the enemy, I would just engage with my right click and then uh, escape with my shift, uh, my uppercut into seismic slam. If I want to do like real damage, I would right click into the team and I would one shot someone like the Zen or the Ana. Um, then I would walk up to someone, use my uppercut to get them in the air. Uh, hit them with a few primary shots and then seismic slam away but not uh, too far away so that when they come down from the uppercut I still hit them with my seismic slam which uh, gets them in the air again and then I can hit another primary fire and uh, when that's done my rocket punch cooldown is like zero so I can do it another time and hit someone else with it I can also use the rocket punch afterwards to escape but I can also use it to hit another one. So I can um, fight like two or three people at max with that combo. And the uh, rocket punch is your quickest cooldown, right? So it comes back after four seconds. So yes. So going in with that is a good is a good call. Uh, something we didn't mention about the rocket punch is the rocket punch jump. That's a that's a thing too, right? Um, yes, it's not very effective, I must say, because um, the jump doesn't... Uh, well, you come down before you can actually um, move with your rocket punch. Uh, I would definitely always do it, but it's not really uh, something necessary, I would say. Yeah, it's something that could just help you get back to the point, get back to your team quickly after spawn or something like that. Yep. Um, do you have any other combos uh, that you might want to talk about before we talk about the ultimate? Um, yeah, well, if you're at high ground, 
I would say, well, it depends. If the enemies are on high ground as well, you want to try to get them uh, at a vertical angle. So like use your um, uppercut and then use the rocket punch to like hit them in the air because it's easy for you to dash onto the high ground uh, with that. So if it's like di uh, different high ground, um, then you can just engage with that. But if you are on high ground and the enemy isn't, you can use your seismic slam to engage because it does a lot of damage when you get from high ground. It would also knock them in the air. And then you can just um, uppercut them in the air, the more, and then you can rocket punch them into the wall. Awesome. Yeah, that, uh, I don't know if we'd mentioned it, the seismic slam has a little, a little blue cone that shows on the ground where you're going to hit. Yep. Um, you can kind of you kind of have a split second to aim it, I guess you could say. Yep. All right. Well, let's move on to the ultimate, which is meteor strike, and this one is a lot to it. Yes, the meteor strike. You dash up into the air, being invulnerable, so nobody can hit you when you do it. Um, the downside to meteor strike is that it makes a lot of sound. Like everyone is going to know that you're doing your meteor strike. But how you're going to use it for most of the time is to take out low movement targets. Uh, heroes like Anna, Zen, McCree, Bastion, Hanzo, just stuff like that who can't really get out of the inner circle. Like when you use your meteor strike, it creates two circles. Uh, the inner circle is where you do most of the damage. It's called the epicenter, just like just like an earthquake or something like that. Like if you're in the middle, it does more damage. The inner circle does 300 damage and the outer circle does, well, not really a fixed amount of damage, but somewhere between zero and 300. It depends how close you are to the epicenter. But all those low movement heroes, you can just hit them at the epicenter. Like you can aim it right there because they can't really escape. Um, you can use a meter strike um, as an escape actually. So if you're low health after an engage, you can use a meteor strike to get away, to get to safety, or even re-engage when your team catches up. You can just dash uh, onto the, the healers or something like that. Yeah, and it's got a pretty short casting time of one second. So if you're in trouble, you could definitely you could definitely use it. You could engage, and then if you don't have a combo to get out, as long as your team's close and it's going to be worthwhile, you could use it as an escape. That makes a lot of makes a lot of sense. Yep. And then, uh, <clears throat> so one of the things that I saw with with Meteor Striker, I've noticed is when you cast it, you can zoom out. Uh, if you don't zoom out, then you move it almost like you're walking, like you have to go in buildings, you have to walk upstairs. But if you zoom out, you can actually go on high ground yep. with it zoomed out. Uh, it's something a little weird to get used to, uh, but could be very effective if used right. But it's something you have to think really quick because how long, how long do you have before you have to commit the actual uh, strike? You have about four seconds to decide if you want to come down or not, and after the four seconds pass, you just come down at the position where you aim it. Gotcha. Who uh, who are some good characters to to uh, wombo combo ultimates with? Um, what I like to do with my team is um, a Zarya combo. So you would just 
uh, graviton strike and then just yeah drop down on them because you can hit everyone that's in the graviton uh, in the the epicenter. What I also like to do in competitive myself is to engage it on a, a shatter by Reinhardt. That's a little bit much, but at the other uh, at the other side not that much because you can get your ultimate really quickly with Doomfist. Well, that's something I didn't know. Yeah, it's um maybe I'm just not good with him. Eh. <laughs> it takes a bit of practice, but once you get like one or two combos in a row, you're almost halfway with your ultimate. Wow. So okay, well that's something I was not aware of. I'm trying to think of what else we could throw in here. Do you have any uh do you have any tips for uh people using Meteor Strike? Well, one tip is uh, a bit of like why uh, no like a moment you wouldn't use it and that's to kill high mobility targets like that mercy is going to rest but your meter strike is not going to take down the mercy because you can just fly away or a soldier can just sprint away so you, you really have to think about what you're going to hit like there's high mobility uh, characters don't do it on that because that's just a waste Gotcha. Okay, that's something I would not have thought of. I would have been aiming for Mercy every time. Although with the changes coming in, maybe Mercy won't be as high of a uh, pri priority target. So yep, get, the game is ever changing, and we have to constantly keep keep learning. Yep. Uh, does that uh, pretty much cover what you want to talk about on on Doomfist Ultimate? Now, there's one more thing, and that is um, okay. Shoot. One thing: when you drop down with your ultimate, you will be extremely vulnerable. You have about less than a second when you drop down, where you can just uh, get slapped or just like get some headshots by the enemy team, but you can't do anything about it because the one second it takes you to come down and it does damage, then you would turn like a bit red. The enemy team can see that. And then you can't do anything because you have uh, you need that time to recover, like as a character. So you really have to think about uh, the moments after you ult. So you like don't use it in six men to take out two targets because you will just die instantly afterwards. Oh, that's a really good call. Yeah, because I was just thinking about last last night. I would wait for the doom the doom fist on the other team uh, to land, and then I would shoot at him. In yeah, fact, exactly. I think you were the doom fist on the other team once or <laughs> twice, but I don't think I remember you doing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just remember as Lucio, I would die a whole lot because I wasn't wall riding. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> uh, what would you say Doom's strengths are? Uh, one of his biggest strengths is um, his one shot ability. He can one shot uh, a two hundred and fifty HP character. Um, in like a second, and that's just his uh, number one strength. Um, and what also is strong about him is that he can just um, uh, do a combo with Saria or Reinhardt, like we talked about. So it's not always uh, a solo character. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, would you say he's high risk, high reward? Yes. He is very high risk because you always dive in. Uh, you don't always have an escape, but when you dive in um, and you one-shot someone, it's a pretty high reward for that risk you take. Yeah, and he's uh, he can combo with all the characters that you know 
a Reaper can combo with, a Hanzo can combo with. Yeah, exactly. Tracer. Yep. Yep. AoE. What, what what would you say some of his weaknesses are? Um, for me, his biggest weakness is that he makes a lot of sound. Like when you start to charge up your rocket punch, everyone is going to know it because it, it may, just makes a lot of sound. It's loud. Yeah, and also when you uppercut, like he yells rising uppercut, like, yeah, everyone's going to hear it as well. And even his ultimate makes a lot of sound. Uh, not even vocal, but uh, not only vocal, but also like, yeah, mechanical sounds. Hey, he's the new Reaper. Hey, look at me. I'm I'm over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the, it's possible they might they might nerf that down later. But, uh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe. But I, th- I mean, I think that's what makes his one shot okay, as opposed to Roadhog's old one uh, one shot, because it it makes so much noise. It helps you dodge it. It gives you a chance. Yep, exactly. Uh. And one one thing so, about Doomfist is also that he's a pretty easy target um, to kill with hitscan. Like a soldier is just going to track him into the air and just shoot at him every time. Or like a McCree would just shoot at him and when he comes close, uh, throw a flashbang and kill him. Yeah, because he says rising uppercut. Exactly. Look up, look up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's uh so if they're running double scan, it's probably not the best to uh, run to run Doom. Yeah, exactly. But even when they only use one and the other one is Tracer, it's really dangerous as well. Because if you play Tracer against Doomfist and you bait out um, the rocket punch, like it's Doomfist is gonna have a really hard time actually hitting you because you're so fast and your uh, hitbox is rather small. So if just Tracer blinks around the Doomfist and just keeps hitting him. The the Tracer will eventually win the fight. Yeah, I am, uh, contrary to popular belief, uh, it is easier than you would think to miss with Doom's rocket punch. Uh, I do it quite often. Yeah, even now on the live service, um, the hitbox is pretty big, like bigger than it should be. And on the PTR patch, uh, as of right now, they narrowed it down, so it's harder to hit people now. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a it'll be a little tougher. Yep. Um, what are some common mis- mistakes that a doom a doomfist player would make? Um, the most I see is that people forget that his seismic slam and his uppercut also do a pretty decent amount of damage. Like everyone I talk to about doomfist just talks about his right click, his rocket punch, but that's not the only thing he has. His rocket punch, uh, I mean, his seismic slam just does a lot of damage if you um, come from a high ground. It's 125 damage if you hit it. That's that's half of someone's HP. So, yeah. And it's AoE, too. So Yeah, exactly. You can hit multiple targets with it. Which can be huge if they're all bulked up behind a Reinhardt shield. Yeah, for example. What are some other uh, some other mis- mistakes? Yeah, so what I just said, um, people talk a lot about his right click, his rocket punch, but a lot of people just use their rocket punch to just one shot one target, and they don't think about what's going to happen next, and that's that's the most common mistake I see right now. That I I do that constantly. I'm like, okay, what now? <laughs> so kind of having a plan before you go in is a good idea. Yep, exactly. You you always have to think about what happens next. 
I mean, that's a good that's a good tip for really any character, but necess like completely necessary for Doom because you just don't have a whole lot once all of your cooldowns are are up and spent. Yep, the cooldowns are not very high, but yeah, you're going to be in a lot of situations where you don't have a cooldown. And you're like, well, yeah, guys, I'm here. I can't do anything. Just kill me because I can't do anything. <laughs> I'll often find that I'll accidentally hit the right the right click, and that's a big, big bummer when you hit <laughs> rocket punch on accident. Yep. You can, al- you can um, also just uh, cancel your rocket punch with left click. It's something a lot of people forget as well. Yeah, good tip. I totally, I totally forgot to mention that. That's actually helped me quite a bit. And it's okay to cancel it because it's only on a four-second cooldown. Exactly. You'd rather cancel it than shoot into the enemy, the enemy team and be way out of position. Yep. Let's get some uh, some pro tips on playing Doom. Yeah, so the last thing I said, um, think about everything you do. Yeah, that's that's the best tip I can give to anyone. You always have to think what happens when you rocket punch right now or what happens next after that. Can you actually escape or can you actually kill another target? You have to be very aware of your uh like of the enemy team, what they are doing, where they are and what you can do next or who can you focus next, stuff like that. And Take the time to practice Doomfish mechanics because it is really not easy to play. But once you get the feel for it, it becomes much easier. So just grind out those hours in custom games or quick play or go into a match with your friends, uh, play pickup games, stuff like that. But practice him before you actually use it in competitive because, yeah, he's hard to play. Yeah, he is definitely hard and wouldn't recommend just jumping into competitive with him. Yep. Well, let's talk about. Do you have any last thoughts? Any uh, recap of anything? Um, well, Doomfist is uh, very unique to Overwatch because he's a melee character. So, you know, I love it. Um, I like one-shotting people, of course. Well, who wouldn't? But yeah, I I think Doomfist will be a meta hero as well. Like we have already seen him in, uh, seen him perform in Apex in Korea and the Contenders tournament being held right now, and yeah, he just shows up extremely useful. I think next season is the season of Doomfist with McCree and a more yeah tank lineup, something like that. Yeah, he was in uh, Contenders a lot. Yep. I mean, I couldn't believe it, and it seemed uh, seemed the winners had the better Doom uh, Doomfist players on their teams. Yeah, that's actually nice that you noticed that because all the matches are kind of with Doomfist and really the best Doomfist wins the game because it it shows <laughs> yeah well he might uh, when they nerf the hitbox I don't know what that'll do exactly until we see it play out but yeah personally I don't think it matters that much uh, for those players because those are really good at Doomfist of course so they know how to aim it, but just like the the more random kills don't happen as often as they do. Yeah, they're on a whole a whole nother level than me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're me. on a whole other uh, other level than me. I'm a lowly plat diamond player. Oh, practice makes perfect. Mm, I keep trying. <laughs> keep trying. Do you have any last anything else? 
before we move on to closing out? Um, no, just have fun with Doomfist. He's a really fun character. Don't give up if it doesn't work the first hour you play him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Never give up. Never surrender. And Doom's going to be a hard one to master, so he might not be the best starting character for you, but if you enjoy... If you enjoy the challenge, then he's going to be one that's going to be really rewarding once you start to get the the hang of him. Yep. At least that's what I think. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to close out the show. Uh, I would like to encourage our audience to, if you have any questions, comments, please uh, email us at contact at prepare to attack.com. And we will try to get those answered in some form. Um, I'd, I'd like to pass this over to Hank so he can uh, plug Wawa's boot camp. Yes, tell so, us a little bit more about it. So I'm uh, I'm a coach at the Wawa's boot camp. Wawa's boot camp is a coaching community, a free coaching community, I would say, that is just open to anyone. You can just join the Discord uh, by going to discord.gg/wawa'sbootcamp. Um, then you can just set up your heroes and find a coach that fits you. You can just um, DM some coaches after you do the find comment. Uh, all those comments are in the channel. All the instructions are there. And when you just find the coach, you can schedule uh, a session with them. And they are just going to help you. Uh, how to improve, what to improve. Um, yeah, basically like that. We have around 50 students per day coming in. Uh, we're around 3K people now, I think. So, yeah, we have a really big community and over 100 coaches that are ready to coach you. Yeah, and I I would say it's one of the nicest nicest communities I've ever been a part of. You guys aren't elitist. You guys are really willing to help and really nice. And it's just been a really pleasant experience to work work with you guys. Yeah, for the coaches as well. We always get students that are really eager to learn. And that shows. It's really nice for us as well. And you guys also use a tool called mayhem.gg. It's a website. Yeah, mayhem.gg uh, is a website where you can watch uh, videos together. Uh, for coaching, this is extremely uh, well nice to have because you can uh, get up some footage from the student that he recorded. You can just uh, review that footage together with your coach. You can draw on the map like, uh, draw a circle around something like this is what you're doing uh, good or this is an improvement point, stuff like that. You can get up some maps and actually talk about tactics. Just everything is there, what you what you would need for a coaching. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, if uh, if you'd like to find more of, of me, you can find me on Watch. Watchpoint Radio. It's a Mash Those Buttons Network podcast. Uh, we cover the news and what's going on in Overwatch weekly. Uh, you can f- you can find that you can find us on Twitter at Watch uh, Watchpoint Radio. Uh, you can you you can find the the website at mashthosebuttons.com. Uh, oh, also we forgot to mention Wawa's Twitter, which is just at Wawa's Bootcamp. Uh, where can they find you, Hank? Uh, they can find me on the Wawa's Bootcamp Discord server, where my nickname is just ECV Hank. You can, they can always contact me if they have questions, if they need help, or just 
yeah, just want to have a small chit chat. I'm always free. Awesome. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at blazon underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me on Twitch at blazon Bob. Uh, I would like to thank Good Luck Have Fun for letting us use his song Sounds Like Overwatch as our show theme. Thank you very much. I would like to encourage anyone listening, if you like what you heard, please go to iTunes and give us a a review, uh, preferably five stars, if you don't mind. And we're doing something special. If you want a specific hero covered in our next batch, go ahead and vote there. And whoever has the most votes, we will make sure that character gets in for the next batch of heroes. Thanks again and we will see you next time.